How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a fresh edition of Phillies Today. It is your host, Francisco Rojas, here to get you started for the week. Your Philadelphia Phillies do take... Two of three from the from the Colorado Rockies. No, the series did not end particularly well this weekend. Uh, really a, a dull performance, um, especially from the Phil's offense um, in yesterday's loss. We're going to get to it. Going to recap uh, the game for you guys. Give you the normal. Give you the key moments. I'm going to give you my key takeaways uh, from today's game. There were there weren't a whole lot of positive. It was again, it was a it was a dull game if you're looking at it from a Philly standpoint. The only fi- uh, the only uh, you know exciting part about the game was when Jake Bird decided uh, he wanted to be uh, you know he wanted to uh, get the Phillies fired up for you know uh, whatever reason in the uh, and we'll get to it in the sixth inning and. You know, you had the benches clear and whatnot, but we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. I'm going to get to to that uh, in today's key moments. Going to do the key moments of the game. Again, takeaways, series takeaways uh, from the entire weekend uh, against the Rockies. And then we'll get to uh, some news and notes. Did have a positive update uh, on, an Philly, uh, on a Phillies injury um, from the past couple of weeks. Definitely a positive update. Um, and then we'll get to around the league. We'll recap uh, what happened this weekend uh, and yesterday uh, in the NL East, where the Phillies stand in the NL East right now. We'll get to that. And then we'll preview uh, tonight's game and uh, the rest of uh, the series against the San Francisco Giants um, as the Phillies continue their West Coast road trip, uh, you know, for uh, early in this week. Um, before they had their home stand against Chicago uh, later in the week, that beat Chicago being the Cubs. Uh, and then I'll have a few bets for you guys. I feel like I haven't done a, uh, any bets in a, in the last couple episodes I have done. Uh, so that's what I got on tap for you guys. So let's start uh, with the key moments from yesterday. Aaron Nola on the mound against Kyle Freeland. Um, Kyle Freeland, uh, being his 30th birthday, I believe, whatever age, uh, you know, he was, uh, he definitely got a birthday present, uh, pitched really well against the Phillies. It was Aaron Nola and Kyle Freeland on the mound. 
bottom first. Uh, CJ Cron uh, hits a ground ball with the bases loaded. The Colorado Rockies were going to get on the board anyway. They were going to take the lead. Um, but Trey Turner on an easy, easy ground ball. Uh, you know, should have been an easy double play, especially when it was CJ Cron who cannot run well. He's a power hitter, does not run well. Um, Turner uh, commits an error trying to throw it uh, to uh, Alec Bohm. And, and the Rockies actually get two on the board. Um, as the runner from second came around to score. Uh, so that made it a 2-0 ball game. Uh, bottom fifth, Brenton Doyle uh, for the Rockies hits a homer to left field. It was an absolute bomb off of Aaron Nola uh, to make it a 3-0 ball game. Then later in the inning, Chris Bryant um, with Charlie Blackman on second uh, goes up the middle for an RBI single um, to make it a 4-0 uh, ball game. For Colorado, and that's really all it would be uh, the rest of the way. Again, not a very just uh, dull game yesterday between the Fightins uh, and the Colorado Rockies was a very dull game. Uh, so that that was all that would uh, would would do it for the run uh, for um, any any offense uh, from either team, especially um, the Phillies who did not get any offense in this game. Um, but we'll just just a few other things we definitely have to mention. These things uh, top of the sixth. Um, Kyle Schwarber, uh, you know, gets rung up on a three, two pitch that, and the, the pitch was at the top of the zone. And it was definitely at the top. It was not in the zone. It was definitely, uh, out of the strike zone. Um, so Schwarber's upset. He's, um, you know, you can visually see him upset, um, with the home plate umpire. And of course, Rob Thompson comes out. And uh, he's like, hey, you're not getting thrown out of this ball game. We need you. We need you for offense, even though we've got no offense in this game so far. Um, he gets uh, he gets in the home plate umpire's face, and you never really see Topper too animated. I like this. And, of course, he gets tossed. Um, I don't know how many times Topper's been tossed as a Phillies uh, manager, but I'll have, to, I'll have to double check on that. But you never see it too often. So Topper gets tossed. Um, and then an inning later, top of the seventh. This is where it really started to get fun. Uh there was uh a, right after uh Greg is it was it Jake Bird I, Greg Bird somebody else it it was definitely uh Jake Bird right it was definitely Jake Bird I'm double checking now just so I get the name right Greg Bird it was Greg Bird oh, Greg Bird it's a former Yankee right so no it was Jake Bird sorry that's where I got it mixed up Jake Bird um gets Bryson Stott to fly out to uh, end the inning and then he starts on his way back to the dugout starts chirping uh, at the Phillies. Uh, dugout and Bryce Harper uh, takes offense to it, just like all that. I think everybody else in, on the Phillies dugout was took offense. Harper comes out, bench is clear. Uh, I don't think any punches were thrown, but there was definitely a lot of uh, a lot of chirping, a lot of talking from both sides, and no one got hurt. But I think that Harper, I know Harper and Bird definitely got ejected. I forget if anyone else got ejected. Uh, but you had your fireworks at the end uh, in the seventh inning, and there was really nothing that happened. Um, later in the game either so that's all that's all really that happened uh during the game again the only exciting part really being uh the the ejections of topper and uh, harper and jake bird um so that was really yesterday's game and so my key my really my key takeaways from the game again like the, the phillies have really especially when they have really you know that when you look at back at some of the games they really lost this year like at least for me from what i remember like it's runners in scoring position. Like this game, 0 for 14 with runners in scoring position. Not good. You you cannot 
These are the type of games. And I know Kyle Freeland's a good pitcher. Kyle Freeland's a good pitcher, and uh, Justin Lawrence for for Colorado too. He's nasty in ERA under two. Like these guys are, you know, like Freeland's Colorado's ace. He's their he's their best pitcher. Um, but when you look back at a lot of these games, uh, Phils are losing. Like it's runners in scoring position again. O for fourteen with runners in scoring position. Not good. Not good if you're the Phils. Not good, uh, especially, like, looking at, like, some of the numbers from earlier. Like, I think Schwarber's one of the guys that really look at his numbers running and scoring position. Like, if he's if he's hitting in, and I think he, he hit fifth yesterday. Like, you, you can't – I think he's hitting under – I mean, he's hitting under 200 on the season anyway. He's in 178. Um, it's not surprising that he's hitting, I think, under 200 as well uh, with runners and scoring position. You can't be hitting fifth um, and have your – you know, because guys early in that lineup in, like, the first – you know, the one, two – uh, especially the one and two hole are supposed to be getting on base. So you know, guys behind them can, can drive them in. And Schwarber's, you know, really done a terrible job with that. Yes. He has what nine homers in the season, I believe, but he's got to, you know, the Phils have had to do a better job regarding scoring position. I think they're 23rd uh, in major league baseball when it comes to, you know, batting average runners in scoring position. It has to be a lot better. It has to. Okay. Especially if you got Bryce back now. Let's, let's get it going. Offense really has to get going. Um, especially, uh, you know, come up here against the Giants, have to take advantage against the Giants and then against the Cubs too. So Rogers in scoring position, that was my first key takeaway. And the second one, nothing really crazy. Like Aaron Ola was, was fine. Like there's really nothing else to take away from this game for me. It was really just the runners in scoring position and Nola was, was okay. Like, uh, is his stat line doesn't look great with a four earned, but you know, the, the, the first inning, you know, really one of those one of those runs shouldn't be shouldn't even be earned, right? They they have to take that back, because Turner's error um, should go down as uh, it shouldn't it should be it should be three earned. That's a better stat line to look at. Seven innings, three earned, because Nola did go seven innings. So um, really, it should be seven innings, three earned. For, so that technically should be a good start for Nola. So I take that back. That should be a good start, but Nola his stat line doesn't look as good. I don't know why they're not gonna or they haven't changed that yet uh, to two three earned it should be should be three earned for nola so again key takeaways for me rogers scoring position for the phillies have to do a better job aaron nola he was he was good um you know look to keep uh look for for nola to keep up uh you know keep being who aaron nola is supposed to be and hopefully it's a you know world series playoff hangover all the workload you know, we, we've we've talked ad nauseum about that, but like, hopefully, that's we'll stop talking about that if he, you know, if he starts pitching well consistently. That's consistency is a big thing when it comes to baseball, um, especially when you're a pitcher. So consistency. Um, hopefully, Nola continues uh, these these good starts. Um, series takeaways, at least for me, like I, I was I was having trouble trying to find uh, what the Phillies' record is at Coors Field all time. At least since I've been a Phillies fan, at least in like the the last like four or five years, I feel like they always have trouble at Coors Field. Um, I think they did lose two of three at Coors last year, um, early on in the season. But it just feels, and maybe again it's recency bias, but it just always feels like the Phillies have trouble at Coors Field. So for them to take two of three, take two of three uh, against the against the Rockies um, at Coors, I think is definitely a big big deal to me. And now, and especially you know the Phillies have won what. Uh, five of five of their last six games, and um, so for me, like you know, to take two of three at cores. I know the Rockies suck; they're not a good team. But look, the the Rockies weren't a good team last year, and you lose two of three. So like, 
taking two of three at cores is a big deal to me. It, I I truly think it's a big deal. So for them to take two of three, continue their momentum uh, from last week, uh, where they did, uh, you know, you know, they won that last game against the Red Sox and then won two against the Blue Jays, uh, you know, um, in that mini two game set. So I thought that was a big deal. Um, and then, you know, Ranger, Ranger Suarez, we weren't expecting him to have a phenomenal start, uh, in his, in his comeback. Okay. Like he wasn't going to have, you know, six innings of one hit ball and no earned, like that wasn't going to happen. Like, let's be honest. Ranger was fine. Ranger was okay. And Ranger was just, you know, he was okay, but that's, that's what you're looking for from Ranger just to, to, to come back and slowly build up. You know, it's been, um, that was his first starts you know uh, uh as a major leaguer since you know the world series last year the world series or the, just the playoffs last year in october so um ranger being back in this rotation is absolutely huge it's just it's ginormous um you for, for me now just looking at uh you know on paper what the phillies rotation looks like when it comes to you know nola wheeler walker um Falter and uh, Ranger. Now you have what your rotation was supposed to look like, and this is what you were hoping it was going to be to start the season. But injuries happen, and um, you know now Matt Strom is is in the bullpen, is in his proper spot where he was supposed to be. Um, you know to start the year. Now we'll see what happens with you know you get Belly Falter. Uh, he's going to be the opener or not the opener. Someone's going to open and he's going to uh, get some you know the bulk of the innings. Uh, you know in the middle of the game. Um, so, but now your rotation looks like it was supposed to look. And that, I think, is a huge deal. It's definitely a big deal. So, uh, Ranger being back in rotation, he gets his first comeback start uh, on Saturday over the weekend. Big deal uh, for the Phils. Um, yeah, so big deal for Ranger to be back in the rotation. News and notes. Let's move on to some news and notes. Uh, only thing I really got for you guys today, and it's a it's a big deal. Jose Alvarado, um, you know, had the had the issue uh, within the last couple of weeks with the left elbow inflammation. Um, still, this is according to the Phillies website. Still, um, expected return is still to be determined. But good news. So Alvarado could begin. This is verbatim from their website. Alvarado could begin throwing before the end of the Phillies six game road trip on May seventeenth in San Fran. Uh, that is a couple of days away. So that's what that's Wednesday. Um, he was placed on the uh, injured list on May 10th, retroactive to May 8th, after having posted a 0.63 ERA in 14 appearances of the season. He has been unbelievable, recording five saves and seven opportunities. Um, the lefty, who signed a three-year, 22 uh, million extension last offseason, has struck out 24 batters by issuing a walk in 14 and a third innings this year, um, and that was last updated uh, yesterday. So, big deal. We we I mean. Alvarado, obviously not just the best Phillies reliever, but been one of the best uh, relievers in baseball, obviously, by that 0-6-3 ERA. He's been unbelievable. The Phillies need him back. Um, yeah, especially, like, really, like, I mean, the Phils, I mean, I know Derek Hall's still injured, and, uh, you know, you had Pache, um, who's going to be out for the year, basically, right? Um, but it's a, Alvarado coming back, man, I, I the Phillies are going to be as healthy as they've been to start the year, right? Like if Alvarado, as soon as Alvarado comes back, you know, knock on wood, the Phillies maybe at the just you know a full a, a close to a hundred percent you know healthy Phillies baseball team that could really pay dividends for this team. Maybe they could really start to get hot, and they have been hot obviously over the last week or so uh, or week. But 
you know, hopefully maybe that can be a big deal. And they're they're in second place right now uh, in the National League East. And I know it's it's early, you know, we're, we're but for the purposes of the show, of course, I'm looking at the standings. So, and I know where a lot of us aren't all looking at the standings, but you know, hopefully the Phillies can get on a run and maybe they can take first place from the Braves. Who knows? Braves just lost the got swept by the Blue Jays. Uh, so that, that takes me to around the league. Uh, just a couple of things. Uh, so the Dodgers swept the Padres. Rays and Yankees split uh, a four-game set uh, over the weekend. And then around the NL East, on Sunday, uh, Mets and Nats split their doubleheader. Um, the Marlins beat the Reds 3-1. to one. The Reds take 2-3 of three, uh, over there. Um, so Marlins uh, lose 2-3 of three to the Reds. Blue Jays, as I, as I stated earlier, the Blue Jays sweep uh, the Braves. And there you go. Now we're looking at the standings. Um, the Braves, 25-15, and 15, sitting at the top of uh, the National League East. That That is good for the second-best uh, record uh, in the National League. Uh, the Phillies at 500 now, 20 and 20. They sit uh, second, uh, you know, second place. Marlins 20 and 21. They're five and a half back uh, of the Braves and a half back game back of the Phillies. New York Mets uh, also sitting at 20 and 21. They're a half game back of the Mar or of the of the Phillies as well. And then the Washington Nationals 17 and 23 sitting at three games back uh, of the Braves, who are in first place. So, a bit of a tight race right now, but, you know, hopefully the Phillies can take advantage over the next week um, and try to catch uh, the Atlanta Braves, again, early in the season, but for the purposes. Um, so, Phillies sitting at second place. So, let's preview tonight's game against the San Francisco Giants. Um, no lineups, uh, you know, the lineups will be put out later today. Um, so I can't give you that, um, but you got Bailey Falter and, uh, and Alex Wood on the mound. Alex Wood at first, I looked at his numbers, um, and I thought, oh man, he's got a two seventy ERA. What Alex Wood? What the heck? And then I realized only thrown 11 innings this year. He's really been used. It looks like he's been used as an opener. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, I'm, I'm not sure if it was like an injury thing or what it was, but he has, uh, he has really, I mean, last, last outing, uh, was just, was just one inning. So, um, yeah, he has the, the two seven ERA, uh, in about 11 innings, uh, to this point in the season. And then on the other side for the fills, um, it'll be Bailey falter on the mound. It, it says Bailey falter, but I mean, they said they're going to use an opener. Um, and, uh, from the article I read from, uh, NBC sports Philly, uh, just uh, just within the last hour, it looks like it's probably going to be Bilotti or it's going to be Matt Strom who are going to open. Um, so, you know, I'm definitely confident with Strom. If they go with Bilotti too, I'm, I'm okay with that. But obviously you'd be a little more uh, confident with what Strom's been, over to be able to, been able to do this year um, for the Phils. So whatever they do, um, you know, uh, hopefully they're able to get the one inning of work and, um, you know, get out of there. Uh, pretty quickly to, to hand it over to Bailey Falter and Falter hasn't, you know, he's coming off his, what is, uh, last appearance was against Boston. I'm um, at the bank, um, where he gave up five earned and three and two thirds innings. Um, he hasn't been great this year. Let's be real. Uh, but, but, um, hopefully, you know, hopefully Bailey can start to, uh, you know, um, 
flip the page here and try to, you know, he hasn't been good to start the season, but hopefully, you know, the, you know, baseball, again, sport of ebbs, ebbs and flows. Hopefully he can, you know, kind of flip the script here over the next, uh, you know, however long it's what it's been a month and a half into the season. Hopefully another month and a half, you get a good, uh, you know, maybe he just balances it out just because that's how baseball works, right? Guys go through slumps, like hitters go through slumps and um, uh, they'll go through their slumps and then they'll, they'll, uh, they'll have a, a stretch where they're, they can't, uh, they're, they're getting hit every single game. So hopefully that's what, that, that's what it'll be for Bailey. Hopefully he gets it together. Phil's need that uh, from him. Um, especially now, I guess he's the fifth starter. Um, as Ranger, uh, you know, gets ramped back up and uh, gets, you know, eased back into the rotation. So you have Falter, Alex Wood on the mound tonight. Um, on Tuesday, tomorrow, it'll be Zach Wheeler and Alex Cobb. Uh, that's a 945 start, by the way. Tonight's a 945 start. Um, and then on Wednesday, we have Taiwan Walker and Sean Manaya. Um, that'll be a 345 p.m. Eastern start. Um, and then later in the week, like I said, homestand against the Cubs. Um, just a few notes. Uh, on the Giants, they are 17 and 23 uh, in the National League West. Um, just looking at some of their, uh, you know, general, uh, you know, rankings uh, where they, you know, where where they rank, uh, you know, their starting pitching, their relief pitching, their their hitting. Uh, 18th in batting average, uh, 19th in runs scored. Really, you know, towards uh, middle of the pack, but um, starting pitching has been unbelievable this year. Thank God they don't have to see Logan Webb this series. Um, they're sixth in ERA, um, you know, ninth in uh, uh, WHIP, uh, second in uh, walks per nine. So they they starting pitching has been really good, but really, um, just look at their relief pitching. Uh, they're twenty eighth in ERA. Uh, you know, uh, all, all their all the other rankings, home runs per nine, uh, hits per nine, everything's like towards the the bottom of the barrel. So if the Phillies can, uh, you know, get to the bullpen, get get to uh, their relief pitching. Um, that's where they're going to, they, they should have an easier time, uh, getting some runs. So Phil's, you know, starting pitching has been really good, uh, for the giants, but if they can get to their bullpen, that would be a big deal. Uh, and then just a few bets, uh, for, uh, again, for today. Uh, like I said, I haven't given you guys any bets. Uh, I feel like in the last like couple of weeks, so definitely some bets here, according to FanDuel, um, Harper, this is the first one. Uh, so I got. Bryce Harper at plus 200 to record two plus hits tonight. I would take that. Um, if you look at uh, Harper's numbers uh, against Alex Wood, again, he he he'll, he's only get probably only going to go a couple of innings if he's really been used as an opener for the most part. Um, but uh, I would take you know uh, Harper. He didn't have a great game yesterday, especially you know being ejected and everything, but. You know, maybe he's fired up. Uh, again, good numbers against Wood. If you look at his numbers against Wood, um, I think he's got like nine hits and twenty-four at bats. And you know, to record two two plus hits tonight, yeah, take the plus two hundred, take that. Um, and then the second one, Trey Turner at plus three sixty-five to record a stolen base. Um, he's tied for the team lead in stolen bases. I wanted to to take Bryson Stott just because Stott has uh, he he's also tied for the team lead in stolen bases. Um, and you know, why, why not try to go for the little more like Turner? I feel like Turner is like the easier one, but Stott was not on the fan duel, um, slate there. I couldn't pick him. Like it wasn't there. Um, so, so I, I'm going with Trey. Uh, so Trey Turner, I'll, I'll take him at pl plus 365 to steal a base, uh, tonight against the giants. And that game start is 9 45 PM. So that's going to do it for me. 
Um, Phils, hopefully they can, uh, you know, keep up, uh, you know, this, uh, their winning ways. Um, yes, they, they did lose yesterday, but again, won five of six, uh, over the last week. So that's going to do it for me. Uh, Francisco Rojas, uh, stay tuned for, uh, tomorrow for the next episode of Phillies today. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.